Good morning, everyone. This is Bluff City Bets brought to you by Bluff City Media. I'm your host, Chase Bobbitt. Today is Sunday, April 16th, 2023, and the Memphis Grizzlies finally are ready to begin their 2023 NBA playoff campaign at home this afternoon against the LA Lakers. We'll break down the game, talk about how both these two teams got to this point, and then go into our leans for the game tonight, or this afternoon, I should say. It's an early tip-off. So the play of the game is already posted over on the Bluff City Media socials. Also, I'll make sure to get this podcast out in enough time to make sure that either on your way to the arena, on the way to the bar, on the way to your couch, you guys will have enough time to process the information and then make your bets for this game tonight. So with all that being said, we'll honestly just get right into it. Not much more to say. We won't talk about the regular season at this point as it is all irrelevant and get into this game tonight. So Grizzlies are currently set at minus four. Over under is set at 228. So just from a general, just looking at the lines, that minus four is a bit strange just considering all the narrative that has been around this game up to this point and how these two teams match up. If you've paid attention to really any media up to this point, breaking down the playoffs in this series specifically, the big thing as a whole, really it seems like the trendy thing to do is pick the Lakers to win the series in general, even though they are the underdog according to Vegas. So thankfully Vegas has some sense. But ESPN and any of these other national media outlets are, are taking the Lakers mostly because of the Grizzlies' lack of size down low with Steven Adams and Brandon Clark out of the lineup with injuries and kind of how Jaron Jackson Jr. will be able to deal with that without getting into foul trouble, which for his whole career has been Jaron Jackson Jr.'s biggest issue, um, especially against players like Anthony Davis. We've seen him have, like I think it was a 30-22 and 22 game last time these two teams met up. So I understand the concern. I understand that narrative kind of being pushed. But I think the Grizzlies are rightfully the favorite in this game, or in the series and this game. One, because they are the two seed playing against a seven seed. We saw the Lakers play against the Timberwolves the other night in the play-in. They didn't look great. They ended up winning the game, but I think the Wolves lost the game more than the Lakers won the game. Anthony Edwards had maybe his worst performance of his whole career. No Rudy Gobert in the lineup. Cat laid a goose egg after the first quarter. Um, and the Wolves, and even with all that, the Wolves forced it into overtime. We saw this idiotic basketball for like the last five minutes from both teams in that game. So I wouldn't read too much into that game as a whole. But with that being said, I think the Lakers are a very beatable team. Everyone wants the Lakers to be good, especially, you know, with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And I think that the Lakers, and and you'll, I'm sure if you haven't figured it out already, I'm very anti-Laker as a whole and just big market teams I think is exhausting to constantly every time the Lakers win a game against the Blazers in February they're already being talked about the next day on these national media outlets about being a contender about oh can the Lakers make a run all that stuff I don't think the Lakers can make a run I don't think the Lakers get by this series as I do think the Grizzlies will handle business having the home court advantage is massive in this series for the Grizzlies they had the best home record in the NBA this season for a good reason, the form's going to be absolutely electric tonight and throughout the whole playoffs. So I think the Grizzlies are priced correctly in this game and throughout the series. So minus four, just getting right into it. I'm going to be very simple and take Grizzlies minus four here, mostly because they are at home and we've seen them play so well at home over the course of the season. As I said, up to this point when these two teams have played this season, the home team has won every matchup. So LA obviously beat the Grizzlies, which I believe was the game that ended the Grizzlies' crazy win streak back in January. The Lakers won 122-121 to in LA. 
Then the Lakers come to Memphis on the 28th of February. Memphis won that game 121-109. to Then they go back to L.A. in March and 112-103 in favor of the Lakers was the final score in that game. Memphis has been favored in all three of these games. So just on a surface level, again, minus four, I think that's the correct bet just with the Grizzlies obviously being at home and the energy that's going to be in the form tonight. I understand the concern with Anthony Davis, but, and you've seen this in the NBA consistently, it's really one of those things that certain players are going to get their points, they're going to kill you regardless of what you do. So rather than focusing on trying to neutralize that, it's almost making that the only outlet possible. So Anthony Davis, again, he's going to get his probably 25 and 15 or whatever it may be. I think Xavier Tillman's going to do a better job than we may expect him to in this matchup um, or in this series as a whole on Anthony Davis, but obviously we don't want Jaron Jackson Jr. on him because that leads to foul trouble down the line, which we cannot afford to have with Jaron Jackson Jr. And again, he is going to be the X factor, and I think everyone's kind of on this idea already up to this point. It's not a hot take or or anything crazy to say. The team's going to go as far as Jaron Jackson Jr. is able to take them. He's the best defensive player in the NBA, in my opinion. It looks like the voters are going to lean that way as well for the regular season. He's, he's everything to this defense, and I expect him to have a huge playoffs, kind of a coming-out party for Jaron Jackson Jr. as I think the national media is starting to pick up on just how good this guy is. Offensively, I think is is always going to be kind of hit or miss with him, but he has been more consistent recently. But if he stays out of foul trouble and stops getting those stupid fouls, sometimes on the offensive end, he's on the court available for the Grizzlies. I think the Grizzlies are in a good spot to not only win this series, but make a push at the NBA Finals, as I don't think anyone in the Western Conference is that intimidating, honestly, as a whole. So Grizzlies minus four is going to be the play there. I'm going to go under 228 also as the second play for or lean for the game tonight. The game, they have gone under in two of the three games that these two teams have played this year. The one game not going under ended up being a push at 230. This is the lowest over-under, or sorry, second lowest over-under that we've seen so far with these two teams. It was 224.5 back on the 7th of March. That game went under. I expect the game to go under again tonight. I think that the Grizzlies are just going to really focus in on defense. And everything tightens up in the playoffs. It's a lot harder to get baskets. And also the Grizzlies as a whole, they're going to want to play fast, get out and transition. But if the Lakers, who do have actually a decent defense, if they're able to slow the game down, get the Grizzlies in some half-court offense, I think points will be hard to come by for both these teams. So I'm going to go Grizzlies minus four and under 228 as the two main plays for the game tonight um, when it comes to, obviously, the spread and over-under. Then now looking into some player props, obviously a lot of star power in these player props tonight, and for good reason. You have Anthony Davis currently listed at 25.5 for his over-under. Just on face value, I'm going to go over 25.5 for Anthony Davis, someone who, as I said, is going to get his points regardless unless he gets injured. Um, I think... You neutralize him to an extent. If you can keep him under 30 points, I think that's considered neutralizing him because you just you know he's going to get his points. He's one of the best players in the world when healthy and when playing up to his standards. Xavier Tillman's going to do a decent enough job on him, but at 25.5, I'm going to go over Anthony Davis, 25.5 points. John Morant is at 27.5. We obviously saw him hit that in a quarter. Last time these two teams played third quarter, John Morant went absolutely ballistic in that game. Playoff time, time for John Morant to, you know, 
prove to everyone and show why he is one of the top 10 players in the NBA, one of the best point guards in the league. I think people have started to not forget it, but with all the off-the-court stuff going on, I think sometimes John Moran has almost been overlooked recently. It looks like he probably won't get into the all-NBA category. Granted, a lot of that has to do with the off-to-the-court issues that have been you know, present throughout the whole season for him. But I think over 27 and a half is a good bet for John Morant. He's going to have the ball in his hands for majority of the plays. And I think John Morant, and we've seen that, I think we have seen time and time again that he is a big time player and he's going to step up in these big time moments. So over 27 and a half points for John Morant is our next lead. Moving away from the points into the three-point shooting, I am going to go Luke Kennard over two-and-a-half three-pointers made. Scenarios like this are exactly why Luke Kennard was brought onto the team. The playoffs is where you need the three-point shooting the most as John Moran is going to be driving. Looking for kickouts to Luke Kennard, who is one of, if not the best, well, I can't say best because Steph Curry exists, but one of the best three-point shooters in the NBA he has gone over the two and a half three-pointers made mark in seven of his last ten games, including the last two. He had six against Portland, five against Milwaukee leading into the playoffs. Again, I think he's going to play a lot of minutes. He's going to be relied upon for the Grizzlies throughout the playoffs. And I expect Luke Kennard at, especially you're getting at a plus 100. So you're getting plus money at Luke Kennard over two and a half threes. I expect the lines to adjust in the coming games. I expect his over-under to be at three and a half three-pointers made probably by game three or four as I think it's a mistake to have him at two and a half currently. So Luke Kennard over two and a half three-pointers will be our next play. Looking at Desmond Bain, his over-under three-pointers made is also at two and a half. Desmond Bain obviously is a great three-point shooter. He has turned into much more for that for the Grizzlies, um, especially with Luke Kennard in the lineup now. There's not as much of a reliance on Desmond Bain to shoot the three-ball at a high level. But with that being said, he has hit over two-and-a-half threes in six of his last ten games. Against the Lakers, he has not hit this in the last three games that he's played against them. He has not hit this mark since the 22nd of January Sorry, the 9th of January, 2022, where he had five in that game. But since then, last three games he's played against the Lakers, he has not hit over two and a half three-pointers. But in the playoffs, it's a completely different animal. Desmond Bain is a big game player. I expect him to go over two and a half threes in this game tonight against the Lakers. Going now into some rebound props. Again, I'm just kind of going all over the place on DraftKings currently looking at what I like. Um, Anthony Davis is at 13 and a half. I would stay away from that. I know that everyone's going to be on kind of that. Anthony Davis is going to grab a bunch of rebounds. Grizzlies are small. I get that, but 13 and a half is a very high number. So I would try to avoid that if possible. Jaron Jackson Jr. over seven and a half rebounds. I like a lot. Again, no Steven Adams, no Brandon Clark. Jaron Jackson Jr. is going to have to play bigger than he is, which is crazy to say considering he is seven feet tall, but He's going to have to continue to emphasize grabbing rebounds. He has hit this in six of his last ten games. Only had four against Milwaukee, but before that had nine against the Pelicans. Had seven against Portland on the fourth, but before that he had a run of four games in a row going over seven and a half rebounds. Again, I think the only way he doesn't get this rebound mark is if he gets into foul trouble, which is always going to be a concern when taking Jaron Jackson Jr. props, but I think he's going to be smart today. There's going to be an emphasis and a... Focus on him not picking up those early fouls, those stupid little fouls that he gets either. A lot of the times on the offensive end, um, a lot of those kind of hook plays and stuff like that to get some early fouls and then being unable to use to his full potential from there. So I think there's going to be an emphasis on Jaron Jackson Jr. 
to stay out of foul trouble, and I expect him to play enough minutes to go over that 7.5 rebound mark. He also had 8 rebounds last time that the LA Lakers played in LA on the 7th of March. He had 8 rebounds in that game. I believe that was a play of the game, if I'm not mistaken. So, Jaron Jackson Jr. over 7.5 rebounds will be our next lean for the game tonight. And we're going to close it out with Memphis Grizzlies' first quarter spread, minus one. Again, I think the FedEx Forum is going to be one of the best atmospheres in the whole NBA throughout the playoffs, but especially game one. I was there last year. Won't be able to make it tonight, but I was at game one last year for the Pel- or the Timberwolves series, and it was one of the craziest atmospheres I've ever been a part of. So I expect Memphis to be in full force tonight from the jump. Early bump for the Grizzlies, minus one, I think, for the first, qu- first quarter is a good line. Um, and I like them to cover that. So that is going to be all for the podcast today. Make sure to check out the Twitter at Bluff City Bets as we'll be live tweeting the game tonight. Make sure to check out Bluff City Media on all the socials, Bluff City underscore media, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all that. Make sure to check out all the great content we have there for Memphis sports throughout the area, especially with the Grizzlies playoffs coming up now. A lot of great content, a lot of great coverage on the team is available there. And yeah, that's really it for the podcast today. Again, I appreciate everyone for listening, for the support as always. Make sure to go check out that play of the game that's posted over on the Bluff City Media socials. We'll be back on Wednesday for Game 2 against the Lakers, 6.30 Central Time in Memphis. So I'll see you guys before that. In the meantime, enjoy the game tonight and go Grizzlies.